Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. It's Ham Radio. A good evening to one and all. It's Ham Talk Live, episode number 90 tonight. Remote Hams. Recorded live on Thursday, November 16th, 2017. I am your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight we're joined by Scott Avery, WA6LIE, the founder of RemoteHams.com, and we'll take your calls live in a few minutes. Uh, Last week here on the show, Valerie uh, Hotsfeld, NV9L, was here to talk about the Puerto Rico Disaster Communications Deployment, and if you missed that, be sure to check that out at HamTalkLive.com or on your favorite podcast app. We're on several, including Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, iHeart Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, SoundCloud. We're also over on YouTube, and we're on a bunch of others, so um, pick out your favorite one and Chances are good we're there. Um, so if you have some questions about operating on remote hams tonight, uh, you'll be able to give us a call. Uh, we're going to talk to Scott for a little bit first, but let me give you the phone number so you have it ready to go. We're not ready for your questions just yet. We'll do a little uh, intro first uh, so everybody's familiar with what's going on. But that phone number that you'll need uh, to call in is 812-NET-HAM-1. And for the alphabetically challenged, that's 812-638-4261. You can also find us on Skype at HamTalkLive and Twitter at HamTalkLive. And um, you can send us a question. In fact, you can go ahead and tweet us now and we can uh, pick that up here in a little bit. Uh, again, that's at Ham Talk Live on Twitter. I uh, do have one other announcement before we get going here. Bryant Rascal, KG5HVO, is a 13-year-old ham that's uh, been on the program before. He was on a few months ago about uh, working CW with his uh, mic button. And uh, he's come a long way since then. Um, he received a uh, autographed Begali at Contest University. 
uh, which we talked about a little bit on the show. Well, he just passed his extra class on Saturday, so congratulations to Bryant on that. And he's been selected to go to WRTC. So next summer, he'll be participating in the World Radio Team Championship uh, 2018 in Wittenberg, Germany, uh, and he'll be representing one of the youth teams. He will be the youngest ham in the competition and uh, the only youth ham from North America, but uh, takes some money to travel all that way. So um, he's raising some money by selling humorous ham holiday postcards. Uh, you can use those for QSL cards or, or just... Uh, just some uh, holiday greetings. So uh, we've posted that information on our Facebook page and our Twitter feed and Instagram. And um, I'll actually be interviewing him um, tomorrow in preparation for next week's Amateur Radio Newsline. So uh, you can hear a little bit more about it over at Newsline. But if you're interested in helping him out, check out the flyer on our social media sites, and we'll be talking more about WRTC 2018 in future episodes. So again, congratulations to Bryant, and uh, and we'll try to help him out uh, by spreading the word on this fundraising. Ham Talk Live! We're on the air every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time at hamtalklive.com. And again, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We uh, We do post some stuff there. Um, throughout the week, so make sure you see that. Well, our guest tonight is Scott Avery, WA6LIE. He's from uh, Salinas, California, and has been a ham since age 15. He's uh, been very active on VHF, where he operates a lot of six meters and uh, a lot um, formerly with uh, contacts in outer space. Uh, on the Mir space station and the space shuttle, and now uh, with the International Space Station. He operates several satellites and also supports the Loma Pioneer Repeater Club and its repeaters. Uh, Scott has been setting up remote stations since the 80s, back before the Internet, uh, before Al Gore invented it. And uh, you may remember him uh, also from a cruise he took for his anniversary where the staff knew nothing about ham radio and... Uh, Kind of gave him the riot act uh, because he had his HF rig with him on the ship and uh, and uh, had a little uh, little unfortunate episode there. Uh, but Scott is the founder of Remote Hams, a service that provides remote access via the internet for HF operators. So, Scott, thank you so much for coming on tonight. Oh, thanks, Neil. Good evening, and uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, we've been trying to uh, to get you guys uh, on here for a while. Um, one of our uh, listeners, uh, Lloyd KC5FM, has been uh, talking a lot about uh, RemoteHams.com. And um, one of the nets that he uh, is in, uh, that I'm also a member of, is Christian Amateur Radio Fellowship. And um, they use it uh, a lot of times to uh, to try to cut through some of the propagation issues and everything. So we're glad that... Uh, that you could be on uh, tonight. So tell us all about remote hams and how it all got started. All right. Well, it's uh, goes back a ways. Back in the uh, I don't know mid eighties, I had a guy that I used to talk to all the time on seventy two fifty, and his name was Mike Mike Flanagan K H six Victor Tango, and uh, we used to get up on seventy two fifty and BS a lot and. Uh, evening time band and 
great propagation of Hawaii. And I, I found out that uh, he was running a remote, and that consisted of a Nikon 701. And uh, he had a three-element wire Yagi up at 100 foot. Here's a kicker. It was at the old WWVH site in Kihei on Maui. And uh, he remoted on uh, using his old Tempo S2 radios, uh, uh, UHF uh, audio link, and a simple uh, controller with a VIC-20 computer. And that was pretty high-tech back then. Of course, it's way before the Internet. Anyhow, I'd always been interested in running remotes, and I had uh, recently moved, and I had couldn't really operate. I could receive. I just couldn't transmit. So I used good old mom's garage and uh, set up an HF station. There was an old TS520S and uh, a couple of UHF handhelds and then a remote receiver. I was about uh, maybe three miles away line of sight and uh, did that way. It was kind of crude, but... It was also great because I had diversity receive, and uh, I could also have full duplex because my transmitted signal wasn't necessarily stronger than everybody else I was talking to. So I wasn't that strong on the on the remote receiver, but everybody else was. So it was easy to full uh, duplex. But at any rate, uh, that was just all fun messing around. You know, you know when I could get on the air, and uh, so at any rate. I ended up taking a cruise, which you mentioned earlier, and um, that wasn't too fun. You can do a Google search on WA6LIE suspected terrorist, and uh, you can get a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> it was in QST, by the way. Um, so, yeah, it it wasn't a fun experience, and uh, that just made me say, you know what, I need to take this more serious. And uh, so I got together with Brandon, KG6YPI. He's a computer guru, self-taught. Just He's a genius, a great friend. And uh, I said, look, here's my idea. This is what I want to do. And so he started writing the software. We started out with HRD and Skype and TeamViewer. That all worked okay, but, it, you know, it just it, it wasn't real enough. So at any rate, uh, Brandon uh, started writing software. We were web-based HTML for a while, and then he eventually uh, wrote the client and the, uh, the server software. And he, he did all that. I mean, that's all Brown. He's a smart kid, and it was many, many years of us getting together and talking about what we wanted to do and all that. So at any rate, uh, I, I chose Brown because he was great in security. He uh, he liked, uh, you know, for fun, hacking the websites. So uh, I figured, you know, great guy because I want security, you know, because we're talking about ham radios and licenses and all that. So he built us a great secure site, and um, we love it. A lot of people like using it. Uh, it's primarily there for, um, you know, just using. But I, I kind of designed it in mind for, well, one of these days, you know, I'm going to get old and I might be in a retirement home. But um, you know, I was thinking about the new hams, you know, the guys that just don't have money, they're getting into the hobby and they just want to listen on a receiver or see what things are like or whatnot. And, you know, old hams alike and those in the CCNRs, uh, if you're vacationing, <laughs> like New Mexico, <laughs> uh, another good time to do it. And a lot of on people a like cruise testing. ship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, a lot, a lot of people like, uh, um, you know, how many times have you heard, hey, uh, what's my audio sound like? 
And, yeah. um, you know, there, there might be five guys on frequency and you'll, you'll get five different answers. And so I just say, Hey, you know, you can listen on my remote receiver, you can record it, whatever, but, uh, you know, at least, uh, hear what it sounds like. So anyway, it's, it's a free service. It's always going to be free. Um, it, it's open to everybody. We encourage clubs, uh, N6IJs, a club that I'm a member of, and we have a nice HF station at 599DX Drive in Marina. Great address. <laughs> Thanks to uh, Pat, A6EG. But uh, we have that remoted. So, you know, members out of the area can still get on the air. You know, if they're going on vacation, they can at least use a good antenna or whatnot. So, anyway, it's out there for everybody to use, and... Uh, just uh, glad it's there, and um, glad that uh, Brandon's getting a little bit rec- a little bit more recognition for all the, the work he does on there, Neil. All right, very good. Well, uh, this sounds like a great way for hams that can't put up antennas, you know, to get on the air. Like you said, the the uh, uh, neighborhood covenants, or they're in a you know a nursing home or rehab facility. Uh, you know, and they're not able to get the antennas up. And then we've got this horrible sunspot cycle going on right now where propagation's bad. And so you might be able to, to get somewhere that normally you could get to, but right now you can't or, or just check and make sure you're getting out. I mean, that's like you said, you know, well, how do you hear me? You know, well, you can, you can check yourself and see, uh, um, if you're being heard and if your, uh, your antenna's working right. So, um, sounds like a great thing. So for somebody who hasn't done, uh, remotes before, um, how do they get signed up with remote hams and how do they, they get started, uh, using the, uh, client? Oh, it's actually, it's pretty simple. All you have to do is go to www.remotehams. That's with an S.com and create a new account and doing so use your call sign as your username and uh, choose your password and uh, basically it's uh, we have one two three steps we try to make it easy we have uh, installers and all that so basically what you'll do is you'll you'll download the client and you'll you'll log in and um, you'll use that client software to uh, connect to the different radios so um, it's actually pretty easy to use is set up if you're doing a server if you're hosting a radio that's a little bit more difficult but um it it's not too bad i i just i'd mention also that this is windows only um we are looking for a developer um for the apple ios system so if you're an apple guy you got some time we're like i said not not for profit um you know, we, we could really definitely use a developer. You know, I got an iPad, I got an iPhone, but no remote ham. So, um, anyway, if you have a Windows or Android device, you're good. We also have a, um, uh, software for the Androids. So, if you go to uh, the Google Store and look up RCF, and by the way, RCF or stands for Remote Controlled Framework, and ORB is Online remote base so at any rate uh to try to keep it simple uh if you just uh go ahead and do the one two three on the website and start using radios and you can you you should upload your license if you want to transmit but for listening purposes like if you're running a net for example and conditions are lousy and 
you know, you know, somebody that has a, a receiver, a remote receiver or transceiver, another part of the country that you're having a hard time hearing, then uh, it's a good opportunity to use a remote, Neil. Yeah, it sure is. And I know it's uh, come in handy a couple of times. And I, <laughs> actually, I remember the last time I, I used one was uh, I was doing that 13 colonies thing. And and we got all the thirteen colonies over here, and then the bonus one of the bonus stations was over in Great Britain, and it seemed like no one could get them. And I was just like, "Are they even on the air?" I keep seeing them spotted, but are they even on the air? And I pulled up a remote over in England, and I was able to hear them over there. Uh, yeah. Couldn't hear them anywhere else, but uh, yeah. was able to actually tell. Okay, they they, they really are on the air. <laughs> So that's uh, a that's a great thing to have around, and um, glad you're uh, able to offer this to hams out there. So, uh, tell us a little bit about the uh, the setup of the infrastructure to to make all this go, and um, some of the stations that are available for people to use on remotehams.com. All righty. Well, first of all, we have a our main server um, it's in Fremont. In a nice big building, and we have a, a backup server in the United Kingdom, and so we we basically have that server client relationship working right now. So, you know, if you're have, hosting a radio, you know, you're going to be set up as a, a server, and of course, if you're just a user, you have the client side. So we have the user client operation. We used to have the web base uh, using HTML, but because of security issues and other things, it just wasn't a very good idea. So we're, we're keep it this way. Um, and it seems to work well. And like I mentioned earlier, um, you know, it could be used on the Android device. And also, I want to also recommend the, uh, the orb device. If you, if you go on to remotehams.com and look under parks, the orb device is uh, a nice interface box. In fact, I'm using it right now. And it, what it does is it interfaces to your computer where you can actually hook up, um, you know, your favorite key to this box, your CW key, and or a, a Kenwood or Elecraft a microphone to the 8-pin uh, connector. And or, you know, if you have a, another computer mic or studio mic, you can plug that in. It also has its built-in sound card, and, and uh, it, it works great uh, for also using the digital modes. And it gives you... A more of a radio feel, and if you have the uh, uh, KX3 or uh, a KX0 Mini or a K3, you can also use those in a terminal mode to control another K3. So it's pretty cool. In other words, I could use my K3 to emulate the K3 at N6IJ because we also have a K3 there. So basically, I, I spin the dial and. Uh, you know, I, I push the buttons and it, it, it's emulated on the other radio. The only thing that will not do is microphone and audio. Those are set. So uh, every other button is active. I could go into the config menu and, and all that sort of stuff. But you have to be an admin. So, again, security. Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> He's really, really good about that, all about security. So um, and basically it, it's, it's a pretty easy system to use. It's a lot of fun. It's a remote-based community. Um, you, you have a lot of stations out there that, uh, have a lot of members that just like, it, it's almost like a, a hangout or like a, a coffee room. 
or a chat room like on Skype here, for example. And a bunch of guys just kind of hang out there and they might be working in net or uh, in some cases um, taking turns at working DX. So um, some radios are more popular than others. Um, and, of course, every radio is unique. So, uh, in other words, I host a radio and, you know, I have my certain rules because I might have certain antennas or I just might be limited. So, you know, every radio owner has their, their own set of rules. So everyone is different. Every radio is different and everybody makes their, their own rules. And, you know, there's just the, your basic courtesy rules. Uh, we like you to ask before you, you know, go ahead and take control of somebody's radio and decide to... Uh, you know, tune it off somewhere, you know, just uh, the common courtesy type of thing. But other than that, like I said, it's a uh, free-for-all. We, we like clubs to, we encourage clubs to uh, use remote hands to host the radio. Um, we're, we're working on a Santa Cruz club. They, they kind of got it going, but they're still kind of working on it. But nonetheless, there are a lot of other clubs, and uh, the members uh, really enjoy it because a lot of them, Again, they, they might live far away from the club or they aren't as uh, portable as they used to be or they might be in a retirement community. And we're seeing a lot more of that. Um, and I'm getting closer there myself. But, <laughs> you know, I'm, I know I'm going to be there one day. And so, you know, that way, you know, I'm already setting myself up. So, you know, if I, I can't use radio anymore, then at least I, I got the remote stuff and, even if I can't use uh, my K3, hopefully I still have it. If I can't hook it up to an antenna, at least I can, uh, you know, use uh, other remote K3s in the same fashion. So, you know, I use the same microphone and everything about it. So it, it's just emulating your radio to the remote radio, and that's it's pretty cool stuff and a lot, lot of fun. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about the uh, the stations that are um, available on uh, on the system. Well, again, uh, like I said, we have a lot of uh, shortwave listening stations, uh, just receiving stations. We got the, the club stations, you know, where you have to be a, a club member of. But, again, we just have a variety of uh, other stations that just want to, uh, you know, donate their, their time and their radio so others uh, can enjoy it, you know, those that uh, – can't get on the air, uh, like the New Hams, for example, that are um, interested in HF and, you know, they just got their general and they don't really want to get a radio yet. They just want to kind of check it out and see what it's like. So, um, like I said, there, there are all kinds of stations out there all around the world. Um, we got many United States. We, we got them in Australia. I'm still trying to get one set up in Hawaii. I, I keep paying my buddy up, Lloyd, K6LC. He's got a great DX location on the big island, but he hasn't given in yet. He, he's got he's got some property. I said, yeah, Lloyd, maybe we can stick a vertical op over here or something. Or, you know, <laughs> I'd really like to take a, a wire and run it between all the towers and, uh, you know, feed it with 400 ladder line over in that shack over there in the corner. You won't even know it's there. So well, there I'm working go. on it. But uh, the more the merrier. So That we, may be we, a we good excuse to sneak over there and uh... – you know, for a few days and uh, and do that. You know, it might be a good well, good excuse to go to Hawaii. Well, Neil, I, I was over there this past April, house sitting for two weeks, so uh, it was a lot of fun. Those four squares um, really worked great too. By the way, he, he's got one heck of a QTH. Uh, it's a contest station, so uh, 
it, it's well well maintained and a lot of fun. Well, sounds like it. And uh, so, uh, how many uh, do you have a count on what's on like at the moment? Oh, let's see. Right now, we have uh, 190 radios online. Out of those, 114 of them are actually club uh, stations. And out of that total number, 135 of them are uh, TX-capable. In other words, uh, if you have a valid ham radio license that you've uploaded and you've been approved by the, the radio owner, in other words, he's validated that, okay, you've got a good license or accept approved license uh, for those foreign amateurs, uh, primarily in Europe, uh, then, you know, he'll allow you to use the station. But like I said, there are 130 of them, 135 of them out there right now that you can transmit on uh, all around the world. All right. Well, there you go. It's remotehams.com and uh, some good opportunities there. If you need a station to operate, that's uh, one way to get the job done. So uh, what we're going to do now is uh, take a break and we'll come back and we'll take your questions. Uh, again, that phone number is 812-NET-HAM-1. You can give us a call or give us a tweet um, or uh, give us a call on Skype and uh, we'll have a chance to talk more with Scott right after this word from the other Scott, Tower Electronics, right here on Ham Talk Live. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you in part by Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics has been the Ham's Dime Store since 1978. When you need connectors, mobile and handheld antennas, cables, or adapters, visit Scott or Jill at a HamFest near you. Or you can order online at pl-259.com or call 920-435-2973. Stock up on those supplies like PL-259 and end connectors, SMA adapters, audio cables, soldering supplies, mobile antennas, and hand Sticks. Their silver-plated end connectors are even used on the International Space Station. Tower Electronics carries MFJ, Comet, Daiwa, OPEC, Workman, and HamPro products. And don't miss their 0% off sale going on now. Tower Electronics, online at pl-259.com. Proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live. If Denny's is open 24 hours a day, 365 days a year... Why are there locks on the doors? Now, here's Neil Rapp with more Ham Talk Live. Join the conversation. Call us on voice with Skype at Ham Talk Live or give us a call at 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. Now, here's more Ham Talk Live. Thanks to Scott and Jill over at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show tonight to help bring you Ham Talk Live. This weekend, they're just up the road from me, actually. They're in Fort Wayne, Indiana this weekend, November 18th and 19th. And uh, December 1st and 2nd, they'll be in Ocala, Florida. December 8th and 9th, Plant City, Florida. Or you can give them a call at 920-435-2973 or visit their website, pl-259.com. 
Tell them you heard it on Ham Talk Live. It's time for your calls now, so if you have a question for Scott, now is the time to call. It's 812-NET-HAM-1, 812-638-4261. Or you can Skype your question at Ham Talk Live or tweet us at Ham Talk Live. And I know Scott mentioned he wanted to keep this uh, informational tonight uh, regarding the service and not get into all the uh, server configuration networking stuff. So uh, we'll try to kind of steer away from those tonight. Uh, There are some resources um, available we'll talk about. Um, so we'll, we'll try to keep it, uh, away from the configuration issues tonight. And I know we just had somebody try to call and I was in the middle of reading all that and didn't get it. So hopefully we'll get him back. Oh, yep. Actually, um, uh, oh, we gotta get Scott Bicknell is trying to call and, um, if you would try it again, because we got to get the contact request in to get the uh, group call. So uh, give us a call right back here, and we'll we'll get you in here. But yeah, uh, why don't you go ahead, uh, Scott, and talk a little bit about the um, uh, where you do get help uh, if you need help with the uh, the configuration and, and networking and all that. All righty. Well, it' quite simple. Just go to remotehams.com and. Uh, Click on the forums, and uh, you will see all kinds of uh, different uh, threads that are, are going on, and one of them might fit your your problem. Um, we do have uh, set-up instructions uh, and, and whatnot in the forums. So if you have any questions on the configurations, just you can go into the forums, and uh, 99% of the time you'll you'll – have an answer already there but uh, if not then you can always uh, you know start a new thread or or reply to one and hopefully uh, you get uh, one of the remote gurus out there to, to answer the question for you all right very good and yes we do have uh, scott bicknell uh, in here so uh why don't you go ahead and uh, ask scott ask scott your question hey good evening uh scott from Michigan. i just wanted to uh, Great word in for remote hand. Yeah, uh, yeah Scott, we're, we're losing you a little bit there, uh, but uh, I think you was saying just wanted to put in a good word for remote hams. Yep, uh, we've had a remote ham station in northern Michigan. Love sharing our station. Uh, the call is W1BIC, and uh, up in uh, the northern part of Michigan, a lot of people use it. I love sharing my station with remote hams. Well, that's great. Thanks a lot, Scott. I, I really appreciate it, and I'm glad that you guys are able to use it to your advantage and uh, find out that uh, it, it works great. And uh, thank you so much. Appreciate that. And, and uh, the, uh, let me uh, just uh, tell you that uh, Roger here uh, in South Line, Michigan, uh, uh, W8RJ, uh, a great resource for you guys. Uh, this, uh, yeah, Roger W-A-R-J, he's uh, one of the developers uh, with Brandon, and uh, he, he does a good job, and he's usually all over the forums. Uh, him and Brandon uh, seem to answer the majority of the questions. But, uh, yeah, we got uh, a lot of good team members out there, and that's what it's all about. Like I said, it's, uh, it's an online, remote-based community, and we all kind of work together, and uh, 
we got a problem, uh, we'll we'll solve it. So that that's great. Thanks again, Scott. I appreciate it. Thanks for calling, Scott. Appreciate. It. All right. Take care. Have a great night. All right. You too. All right. Thanks for uh, giving us a call. It's 812-638-4261. If you'd like to give us a call, 812-638-4261, or you can Skype us or tweet us over here. We're at Ham Talk Live is where you'll find us. And uh, we do have uh, time for a few more questions, and uh, we'll talk about that. And um, if you do have a station like these guys uh, that you want to put on remote hams, how do you go about getting that accomplished? Well, you (laughs) got to do a little bit of research. And, uh, well, first of all, you got to download the software and uh, be somewhat literate in being able to uh, set things up. Uh, in other words, uh, you got to set up your, your audio and you got to be able to adjust your audio. You need to also make sure that uh, your radio is talking to your computer. And uh, then you have the, the router issues, uh, port forwarding. We're, we're starting to work around port forwarding. In fact, we do have uh, a function in the in the orb uh, server software where it looks for a UPnP type of uh, routers which will kind of automatically open ports for you so you don't have to go in there and do that but that, that can be a little bit of a problem but um, other now, than I that, like to I have a name for 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 PNP it, it's supposed to be plug and play, but I always called it plug and pray. Oh, exactly. Plug and pray. So, <laughs> like I said, you know, the, the forums are out there too. You know, when you have that, that little roadblock and there, there will be a roadblock, I'm sure because of uh, routers, but uh, yeah, once you get all up and going, then, um, you know, you kind of figure out, uh, you know, what, what kind of rules you want to make for your radio. Um, and kind of go from there because you, you just might be limited to uh, maybe 40 and 80 meters. So, yeah, might have to get in there and configure your radio so nobody can transmit on any other band except for 40 and 80 meters, which is nice about the software. We have so many options. It's not even funny. Um, and, again, security is great. But, uh, you know, every most, most every button that you have on the radio you can do remotely. And again, if you're an Elecraft fan, you got Elecraft equipment. You're you're good. You're golden. Brandon is an employee of Elecraft, and he's uh, the engineer in charge of uh, doing all the remote stuff for Elecraft. So, I guess you could say the software is kind of tailored for Elecraft stuff. So, yeah. if you have an Elecraft radio, um, you can call Brandon. Great, get great Elecraft remote support by the uh, by the creator of the software, which is uh, pretty cool. All right. Well, sounds like uh, you're good to go on the, on that, and uh, we've got others as well. But that's uh, kind of the way it's gone. So, uh, if you're an Elcraft fan, that's uh, another thing you can you can do. So, again, if you have a question, uh, tweet us at Ham Talk Live or Skype at Ham Talk Live or. You can do it the old-fashioned way. It's 812-638-4261. Just uh, dial the phone number, and uh, we can get you in here. We have a few minutes left with Scott, so 
you have some questions about uh, getting into remote hands, either putting your station on or uh, operating stations through that, why give us a call. It's 812-638-4261. Now, you've done uh, a lot of uh, VHF and, and UHF stuff, uh, especially, I know, satellites and, and space and that kind of thing. So ha- have you done any uh, any remote stuff with that? Um, not really. I, I, I did back in the 80s. I had put up a, a packet Jigipeter uh, on the International or the Mirror Space Station frequency, and it was uh, at a nice elevation and had like 30 watts and a the perfect antenna for for working satellites and it was out in the clear so i uh did a little packet thing through that but other than that i, I haven't done any remote stuff uh working satellites uh in fact i haven't worked too many satellites here recently i've primarily been down the lower hf bands and uh then get on vhf and uhf but up there i'm usually on sideband or, or the digital modes and i really like ft8 that's a that's a great mode by the way so getting very popular for those that uh, are again in a limited situation where maybe they can only run a magnetic loop and you know 20 watts in their apartment but they got the radio there and they can use it so you know the digital modes are really starting to shine on those uh, ccnr guys that uh, you know can run an inside antenna just uh, can't get out much of a signal yeah, and FT8's just taken off uh, like a rocket, and so we're going to have to do a, a show or two on on some of those newer uh, digital modes like FT8. And uh, uh, we were, had um, Don on N1DG a couple of weeks ago said that uh, they're actually working on a de-expedition version of FT8, so uh, they're hoping to take it on uh, Baker Island and, and do some of that, so... Uh, all kinds of stuff going on in the digital world right now. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, you know, back when I started remote hams, we didn't have a computer and just used um, VHF, UHF, and, uh, you know, whatever we had available. I mean, the products that they have out today, you know, is just mind-boggling. I mean, I remember, you know, building TR relays and building my antennas and, um, using Coke bottles uh, for vertical base supports and, um, I don't know, old-school MacGyver stuff. Now you can go out and buy all this stuff, and it's all pre-made, pre-tuned, and put it together, and you're on the air, which is great if you can do that. But, you know, if you can't, then again, you know, the remote's a, a great option, especially if you're traveling. And, you know, there's one guy I heard on the air the other day, and, he was saying, uh, uh, you know, he's taking a little vacation, whatnot, and his wife says, no radio. You aren't taking a radio <laughs> with you. But if you have your Android phone, for example, um, yeah, maybe you could uh, you know, get on the air occasionally, you know. <laughs> Go to the men's room for a while. <laughs> get on the air. Sneak, sneak uh, in funny. a contact or two. Yeah, exactly. Backed up. Uh, one of our uh, Lone Pioneer Repeater Club, uh, our president, runs a net a lot, and he, he travels a lot. He's an insurance guy, and so he spends a little bit of time on the road going to different areas that have been been hit by uh, disasters or whatnot. So one night he had to run the net, and he was uh, 
sitting in the, the local cafe in the airport, has the Android phone, and he ran our whole net, which generally lasts about 45 minutes. So it'd be like doing your broadcast now remotely. And uh, he did a bang-up job, and it sounded great. I, I was I was really surprised. Yeah, there's no end to the possibilities. And, uh, I've, you know, I can actually now this broadcast i can i can do with an iphone app so it's uh it's just amazing how uh uh all this technology has come along and, and the remotes are just so much more commonplace now than they used to be I, I remember um you know wanting so much to set up a remote base on the repeater so that we could you know control it that way and and now it's like you know there's remotehams.com so um we don't have to go through all that process well yeah and uh you know it's a an all-in-one situation solution whereas you don't need team beer you don't need skype you know it's all in one software suite every your audio and control and, and everything else is right there so it it, it makes it a lot easier uh, being on the go and there are a lot of radios to choose from out there so you know it'll be a lot of fun yeah, well, I, I appreciate you doing that. I, I'm sorry for the um, uh, reason that you were drove to doing this. <laughs> um, yeah, really. And uh, yeah, the the uh, the uh, cruise line not being too cooperative, but uh, I'm glad that uh, that you've done it and uh, it's very useful. And hopefully, people will know about that uh, technology more and. Uh, get some use out of it. So Scott, thanks for coming on and filling us in on uh, remotehams.com. Right. Well, thanks for having me and you know, it's out there to use. Again, it's free, you know, build it and they will come. I I said to Brandon, I said, you know, it'll it'll get popular and you know, it just slowly during time, you know, gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So, you know, it's great and thanks to everybody out there that that donates their their time and radios. We really appreciate it. A lot of other guys appreciate it. And I guess I'd make one last comment that this, this is just a fantastic hobby. You know, I've been a ham since 15, just been a great hobby. Uh, a lot of great guys out there. Technology is a great way of learning and a lot of fun. So thanks for having me, Neil. And uh, you and everybody have a great evening and hope to see you on Remote Hams. All right. And also, too, Scott, before you go, uh, if you want to support Remote Hams, how do you do that? Well, you have you know, there's a donate button on the on the homepage remotehams.com. So if you go up there, you can uh, click on the donate button and uh, pay via PayPal or uh, credit card or whatever. But we accept donations and we run off of donations. All right, very good. Wanted to get that in there. So thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it and appreciate your service and. Uh, we look forward to uh, hearing more people from remotehams.com. Well, thank you very much, Neil. You have a great evening. Happy holidays to you, and uh, thanks for having me on, and uh, hope, we'll top, hope to talk to you on the air soon. Very good. Yes, absolutely. Well, that's a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. Thanks to my guest, Scott Avery, WA6LIE, and everyone out there in cyberspace for listening and calling in. Next week is Thanksgiving, so we're going to take the week off, 
and give thanks next week. And uh, I've, I've got to watch the uh, the annual traditional WKRP in Cincinnati turkey giveaway episode uh, between now and them. That, that's uh, one of my favorites, and I always watch that during Thanksgiving. So we may post that on our social media sites next week. But the following Thursday, we'll be back at 9 o'clock Eastern Time, and Ralph Fedor, K0IR, will be here to talk about the Buffet Island de-expedition. He's going to give us an update uh, since uh, last time we talked to him about the de-expedition, so be sure to tune in for that. So uh, for a list of all of our upcoming guests, you can get that at hamtalklive.com. Just get, click on the schedule link. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375. And as Les Nessman says... This is Les Nessman saying good day and may the good DX be yours. This has been the early news with Les Nessman. As God is my witness... I thought turkeys could fly. Oh, the humanity!